Hey, today we're going to talk about faith and coming to God in full assurance of the blood of Jesus. So let's get going. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, Apostle Lewis here with you. So glad to be with you today. Had great services today, had a great church service, had a great presence in the place. And so what I want to do is kind of hit on that again, talk about uh, an aspect of it. I have this series on my website, lewisdcm.com. Just take my name.com. Go do it. It'll help you. I think it's on the, it'll be on the uh, thing below. And what I want you to know about that one series I think you should get is called Come and Abide. And I take you through abiding with God, what it, how, to, how to do it, what some of the aspects of it, and how to make that a practice of your life. Why? Let's, let's read this. I'm going to read something to you. I'm going to read it out of the NASB. It's found in Galatians. I read this this morning at church. By the way, you go to thegatejacks.com, and you could uh, go on our website, see this morning's message. It's on YouTube. Um, and you could also find it on uh, the Gate Church of Jacksonville app and download that app. Uh, for love for you to do that. And um, by the way, also like, subscribe, do all those things to the channels, help us out with the algorithms, put a comment below. Listen to this, uh, this word, okay? You foolish Galatians, this is Galatians 3, who has bewitched you before whose eyes Jesus was publicly portrayed as crucified. This is the only thing I want to find out from you. Did you receive Listen, did you receive the Spirit, which is the promise of the New Covenant, by works of the law or by the hearing with faith? Mm. It's a very important message. Are you so foolish, having begun by the Spirit, are you now being made being perfected by the flesh? I'm going to talk about that. Did you suffer so many things in vain, if indeed it was in vain? So then does he who does he who provides you with the Spirit and works miracles among you, do it by works of the law or by the hearing with faith? That's such an important uh, thing that we have to establish. Here's one of the things that I, the church has gone awry on, and let me explain. We're in a culture of teaching. Our churches are often... You know, we have worship and we teach and people come to be taught the word of God. We do it because they need to be taught. OK, and it, it's mostly because, you know, we have such great uh, opportunity now on this channel, on, on our gate channel. I, we have a message on Monday night, uh, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, Thursday night and Friday night. I do two a week. Plus, we have Sunday morning. So you get six different messages that you could be taught literally in your room every day, okay, to help you, to get you to think about things. And what a what a great instance to be able to do that and, um, and have that privilege because Paul didn't have that. And so you have the chance to be taught, and I wish we could cultivate coming to church, which isn't to hear a message, but to worship together and minister in the Spirit together. Okay, now that's for a different time. All right. But because we're in that culture of, hey, you teach us, we actually have come to believe, listen to me, we've come to believe that the more knowledgeable we become, the more perfected we'll be, 
when I know the do's and don'ts, then I'll be better. I'll be more perfect. I'll be more mature. I'll be all these things. Listen to me. All these things will not perfect you. There's only one who perfects us, and that is Jesus Christ. And that's it. We are perfected in him, not in any methodology that man can make. It is a absolute spiritual um, thing that goes on. Okay. In other words, you know, it doesn't work with formulas. We cannot sit there and come up with a method and a way to perfect you or anything like that. We can't have the school of perfection. Um, uh, it says, and there's a couple of scriptures of it. Uh, Hebrews 10 says um, that he's perfecting forever those who are being sanctified. That's us. Um, you know, we are being perfected. Um, in him. Jesus is the one who is perfect. He's the perfect one. So how do we get perfected? I'm going to just tell you, we spend time with Jesus, or even more accurately, we spend time in the presence, praying. Do I read the word? Absolutely, I read the word. Don't get me wrong. But reading the word in and of itself is not going to perfect me, because the temptation is, I read the word. Let's just say, let's just say you got a problem with sex. You're not married. You're having a problem with sex. And you read the Bible, and the Bible talks about fornicators, which is what that is. And you go, oh, God, I've sinned. And now what you do is, I'm not going to do that anymore. Guess what? Guess what happens tomorrow? Tomorrow, that temptation is 10 times stronger. Why? By the way, that's a form of pruning. Okay, that's pruning. Whenever you prune something, more of it is produced. Okay, just so you know, you prune it, the more it's going to produce. All right. Now you go, well, Lou, what should I do? Repent, but here's the rightful prayer. And I want you to hear me. Lord, I really struggle with this. I struggle with this sin, and you know I do. And I'm asking you to take that out of my heart, that root, whatever it is, as I just sit with you and pray and fellowship with you and worship you, would you begin to take that thing out of my heart and put a right spirit in me when it comes to this area of my life and all the areas of my life? I yield, I surrender to you. I surrender to you in your ways. I need your help to do it. I need your help to be perfected in that. I can't do it my own. See, what we think Jesus wants us to do, and we make this mistake all the time, is we think Jesus wants us to go, I can do it. I'm going to do it, Lord. I'm That's not what he wants. He doesn't want a cheering section. He wants a broken and contrite spirit. What is that? That's a spirit that is yielded and surrendered to God. That's what it is. He wants a yielded surrendered spirit to God. I didn't talk about this on um, Sunday uh, on today's message, but uh, I want to, um, I want to read this uh, Psalm. Um, it's one of the great Psalms of David. And I want to read this to you. And I want you to hear this because this is a great Psalm. This is after Nathan, the prophet comes to David, confronts him about Bathsheba 
and he, he gets caught. He gets called out in his sin. Now listen to this prayer of repentance and see if it sounds like yours, okay? Because David doesn't sit there and say, I'm never going to do this again, Lord. You know, we make all these promises. That's not what God wants here. Listen. Have mercy upon me, O God, according to your loving kindness, according to the multitude of your tender mercies. Blot out my transgression. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from my sin. For I acknowledge my transgression, and my sin is always before me. Against you, you only have I sinned and done this evil in your sight, that you may be found just when you speak and blameless when you judge. Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin my mother conceived me. Some believe that maybe David's father sinned, but I, I'm not sure if that's if that's right, because I think David's acknowledging that we're all born into sin, like we're all sinners, and it comes from being born. But I don't know. We have no other scripture that says that David, that Jesse had an affair. We don't have anything that says that. All right. Behold, I was brought forth in equity, and in sin my mother conceived me. Behold, you desire truth in the inward parts, and in the hidden part you will make me who will make me? You will make me to know wisdom. In other words, it's your work in me. Say say that with me. His work in me. Repeat that again. It's his work in me. We're going to yield to it. We're going to surrender to it. We're not going to try to do his job. Our job is to yield and surrender in his presence. His job is to work it in us. Remember that, okay? Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Make me hear joy and gladness, that the bones you have broken may rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. Now listen to what he asks. So beautiful, a psalm. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a steadfast spirit within me. Do not cast me away from your presence and do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me by your generous spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways and sinners shall be converted to you. Deliver me from the guilt of bloodshed, O God, the God of my salvation. And my tongue shall sing aloud and your, of your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth shall show forth your praise. For you do not desire sacrifice, or else I would give it. You do not delight in burnt offerings. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit and a broken and contrite heart. These, O God, you will not despise. Do good in your good pleasure to Zion. Build the walls of Jerusalem. Then you shall be pleased with the sacrifices of righteousness, with burnt offerings and whole burnt offering. Then they shall offer bulls on your altar. Listen, what a beautiful psalm. What a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful psalm that is.
And I want you to know, you notice that David didn't say, I'm going to do it myself. He said, do the work in me, God. This is the proper way to be perfected in God. This is the way. It doesn't mean, it doesn't mean I ignore fornication. But when I see that and I know I'm engaged in it, I go, Lord, forgive me. I've sinned. Now put a new heart in me. And you know what I do? I come back there the next day. Now, I don't have to repent again, but I come back. And I go, God, keep doing your work in me. Keep doing that work in me. Don't stop doing the work that you have started. Matter of fact, there's a scripture about that. Oh, you love scriptures. You know, the scriptures are so abundant and they say so many good things to us. Here's one that I want you to be confident in. Philippians 1.6 says this. Being confident of this very thing, that he who has begun a good work in you will complete it until the day of Jesus Christ. He, let him start it and just yield to him and let him finish it. And when Jesus comes back, you'll be ready. God bless you. You have a great day. Bye-bye.